been there and then she has done it. She break through uh, through her addiction, through drugs and then everything. I'll be calling her just now. Then afterwards, you guys, music is pampang, music is pampang. Let me give you 6120. Stay tuned and enjoy. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to Nakonan Radio Station. Uh, it's your boy, Banks Bila Tabama Samula from Matibela Phase 2. Well, uh, my co-host just entered the building and uh, <laughs> I'd like to take this opportunity and introduce her again. Uh, you know, uh, Banks Bila Show doesn't run alone. It runs along with me, Masichaba. It's my co-host, the mother of the nation. Take this opportunity. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, guys, afternoon, afternoon. You know, today is a very great day for a change. For the first time ever, we are going to use the certain language. Today we will be speaking, guys. Uh, there, there will be no no sepedi. Yeah, So, guys, be careful whenever the wherever you are listening to us. This is Masi Chabakina Kensani Mashele from Mahopo. You know me very well. I'm yours always. Yes, yes, yes. That's what that was Masi Chaba on the show. And then, as we promised, our guest is on the line, uh, which is uh, Miss Isla Stone. Well, let me take this opportunity and introduce her to our listeners. Hello, Mr. Stone on the line. How are you? Hi, Elon Masichava. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, ma'am. Thank you. Well, uh, before we start, uh, I would like to, I would like uh, Madam Stone to tell us uh, more about herself. 
So I, uh, I wrote my debut memoir and I published it um, on the 17th of March 2020. I'm a recovery, recovered alcoholic and uh, drug addict and I am now a counsellor, and a holistic counsellor and a, a Reiki practitioner. Whoa, 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 Miss Stone. <laughs> Uh, I meant tell us uh, more about um, who is Miss uh, Isla Stone first before we get to uh, the bottom of everything. <laughs> yeah, the bottom of everything is. Who am I? Yes, who is Miss uh, Isla Stone? So I, um, I like many things. I'm quite spiritual. Yes. I'm a spiritual person. I I like you know I do Reiki, which is energy healing work. So I quite enjoy. Being a spiritual person and doing spiritual activities and meditating and that type of thing. I like doing yoga. I like being outside in nature and spending time with my friends. Um, yeah, I love reading. I love writing. I love living. You know, I've found a new gusto for life since I started recovery. Yes. And just living life. Life is beautiful. I love life. Wow, that's great. So where is Mr. Stone, Miss Stone uh, born? Where was she born? So she was, uh, she, I was born in Thunderbale um, Park and I sort of moved from Thunderbale Park to, um, to Centurion and I grew up there. And then I sort of settled here in Johannesburg and living most, you know, I'm staying in Johannesburg, I stay here. Okay, okay, Miss Stoney, you say that you had a very bad childhood, so can you brief us a little bit on that? So, as I, um, so in my book, basically what I sort of ex expanded on was that I had a very um, traumatic childhood. I experienced um, a mental, emotional, um, and sexual abuse um, from a young age. Mm. Um, I was molested when I was four um, by an uncle. And then later on, when I was um, 11, my mom um, got into a relationship with a gentleman and she got they married and they had a child, but he was also um, mentally, emotionally, and um, sexually abusive, and I only really, you know, acknowledged the fact that this was that I had experienced this kind of trauma um, in my recovery because I'd run away from that pain. I ran away from the the the, the reality of of this abuse for a very long time. Wow! 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 That's too bad. Isn't it? Okay. <clears throat> On your childhood, Miss Stone. Uh, Stone, what is the biggest challenge have you experienced? Like the biggest challenge that you said, you know what, this one cost my life, led me, led me from everything that I did. I think the biggest challenge that I experienced as a child, personally for me, was uh, to, to make friends. Yes. <laughs> as simple as that sounds, but... I never, I was never able to make friends and I was um, always very alone and isolated. So I, I read a lot of books and for me, books were 
a way for me to escape my reality. Okay. And that was my that was my go to. Books were my 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 savior. But I was unable to connect with children, and that was my biggest my biggest challenge was to be able to connect with others. Okay. That that was my biggest challenge. Yes. After everything, after everything, how? Like, how did you be able to come through everything? Did you get any professional help? Who did he, like, who did not, like, who noticed your, 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 your whatever, the, the abusing and whatsoever that you experienced? So. You just discovered yourself. So what happened was that I, I had this really pain, big pain in my chest, a very big very sore pain and I didn't think anyone really understood what this pain meant or that they understood what I felt. I was always in pain yes. and this pain wouldn't go away no matter what I tried and I only started using drugs and drinking in my 20s because I was always, you know, I always tried to follow the rules but when I started drinking and using drugs, the pain went away. So I intentionally numbed my emotions because I, I didn't really acknowledged that I was sexually abused in my home. Okay. So, but that was the, the, the trauma. I was running away from the trauma. And so I used drugs and alcohol and ran away from all of it for five years, okay. six years. And it spiraled out of control mm -hmm. up until um, 2012. Mm -hmm. And then I decided, because it got so bad that I was going up, I, I thought I was going to die. I thought that I was, I had no control over my drinking anymore. I couldn't stop myself. Mm -hmm. And I chose, I, I chose one day to go to a bar and to just have one drink. And I couldn't not have one drink. I couldn't stop myself. Oh. It got that bad. And okay. after all the blackouts and all of that, um, I chose to go and find help because oh. I had to, I had to get the help. Okay, no problem. Let me let us go to the advert. We're still going to proceed with it. Yeah, guys, uh, that was uh, Miss Stone on the line from Gauteng, all the way from Gauteng, as she's uh, sharing with us her journey throughout her life, uh, uh, throughout uh, being uh, abused and everything, which is very touching, guys. So let us go for an ad break. We'll be right back, and then I'll giving I'll be giving you Anita Baker saying body and soul. Stay tuned and enjoy. What have you translated? I can eat, I cannot sleep. I'm not ashamed. Oh, Mr. Yes, well, yes, I read your, what out your articles on social media. Okay. Uh, so it was said uh, you were a drug addict. So I want to ask you what kind of a drug or was it only uh, alcohol? I drank alcohol. I smoked weed and cocaine. Let's just mention uh, cocaine. That's a drug. I don't believe it's a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So how long have you been clean? 18 and a half years. 18 and a half, yes. Yeah. 18 and a half. Yeah. Wow, wow. Okay, so can I mention it on the on, on the line? Yes, yes, you can. Okay, thank you. Yeah. 
It's your boy Banks again, uh, along with Mema Sichaba and my co-host. Yes. He says me. Yes, yes. Uh, on air, we are still having Mrs. Uh, Stone, yes, who, is very, Stone. who is having a very traumatic story that she experienced on her childhood. It was not perfect for her. It was not great. It's not good, guys, to grow with no support, to, to grow. Like, whatever that Miss Stone experienced, went through, yes, I went yes. through this thing, and, like, it reminds me of a lot of things. It like, is. going through something that no one cares, nobody notices, like, nobody cares about your feelings. It's it's a very, very, very painful something. So whenever you are uh, the, the, the listeners at home, just stay knowing that we are, we are caring we knowing that you're what what you're going through and whatever the pain mm -hmm. that you're having, guys, we are with you. Bear, mm -hmm. be in mind every time you can share with us. Things like this are very very traumatic and are very good to be listened to. Time is three forty seven p.m. Yes, yes. Uh, you know when you say you can recall uh, Mrs. Stone's story, I believe that uh, it shows that no one is perfect out there. Nobody's yeah. perfect. And then, yes, guys, we still have Miss Stone on the line. Uh, Miss Stone, are you still with us? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, yes. I, I thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, you were telling us about the challenges you met uh, along the journey, along your journey. 
Okay. So I, I, I read uh, there was something said you had an anger towards the world and yourself also. I did. I yes. did. I had a, I did have an anger towards myself and the world. Yes. Can you brief us a little bit on that? Yes. So I felt like I had failed myself, you know, during those those years that I um I, I had used drugs and I just I was so self destructive, I hurt myself the most. You know, where I hurt everyone else using and, and drinking and blacking out, I I hurt everyone around me, but most of all, I hurt myself. And I failed, uh, I felt that I failed myself in the biggest way because all of the things I wanted to achieve, I, I didn't, you know? Yes, and yes. I sat and regretted a lot of things for a very long time and thought that I'd failed in life. But it's never the end, you know? You can always, you can always um, build up from where you you are and you can always grow and you can always rediscover yourself and change there's never an end you know we are always we are changing beings and we can constantly find new things for us to be Mm -hmm. and we the things i thought i was going to be isn't who i am today and i'm glad that i'm not who i was who i thought i was going to be because i love who i am today that's true, that's true. That's true. Thank you for that. So, Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not angry with myself today at all. I want to ask you what made you like how did you overcome that that challenge you had, that having an anger towards yourself in the world? So it was a very it was a long journey and I, I looked for places where I could find help. So you know, different people will find different help in different places. I chose the path of going to a rehabilitation center, <clears throat> first, of, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And I, I followed that journey. And then from there, I went to a halfway house because I needed extended care, you know. And I know for a lot of people, those things aren't always possible. There are fellowships, you know, for addiction. And, you know, like AA or NA, they are governmental places that you can go to, like Sanka, you know, for help. But it's always very important to ask for help and to build a support structure of people that you can talk to and bounce ideas off of because you need to change the way you think when you're in a place where it's dark. So support structure is always very important. Okay. Well, okay, ma'am. In which way have you discovered that you must come to an end? You know, this is the end of everything. I'm going to uh, make over myself. I'm going to be the different person. I'm going to come out. I'm going to show the world that, you know what? Enough is enough. It was, uh, it was um, scary. Uh, you know, I think when I decided to write this book, I first thought I'll just write it. I didn't think I'd publish it. And then when I published it, it was after my mom passed away. Yes. But I, I, before my mom passed away, I did want to publish it, but I wanted to help her to get out of the situation that she was in with my stepfather. Yes. And I had reached a point where I was so, so you know, I, I wanted... I just wanted the best for my mom and my brother because they were in this perpetual cycle of abuse. And I had this idea that I could sort of save her, 
My mom unfortunately passed away in 2018, and from there, you know, I had to, you know, find it within myself to do this book for myself, to continue it for myself, and to publish it, and to, you know, do do this for myself, but also to help others that might have been in the same situation she was in, and also people who struggle with addiction and alcoholism and who have had past traumas. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think the time I felt, I felt enough was enough was when I just learned that I was enough, oh. that I um, didn't have to be um, be taught, like walked over all the time. That I am, that I am worthy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Okay. Since, since since you wrote your book, ma'am, what changes have you saw in in the society? What impact did you see after writing your book? Did did you see did you see people changing, or did you see any any changes that was caused by your book? So I've, I'd hope to impact, I, I would like to impact society with my book. Uh, um, I've noticed that people are asking questions. Yes. There are a lot of changes in terms of people talking more, um, standing up for themselves more, but that's a general um, movement. You know, people are doing that more now. And yes. I think that's also a part of what my book is, you know, it's a wave of things that are happening where people are just speaking up for themselves more and it's so important. Yes. We need to talk, you know, we need to talk about our past experiences but we need to talk about our emotions and how we feel because the more we suppress it, the more damage it causes. Okay. Wow, wow, that's great. So, uh, Miss Stone, what does it take to become a motivational speaker? For an author. An author, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> It takes um, self-belief. Yes. Um, it takes not giving up when you feel like giving up. And, you know, those days where you think, okay, well, I've done this and it doesn't seem like anything's happening. You just keep going and you have faith. It takes faith. And belief in yourself, you know, just believing that you can do it because you have a story to tell and believing in your story. And believing that even if you touch one person, that's enough. Okay. It doesn't have to change the world. It can change one person's life. Yes, And yes. that's more than enough. That's true. That's true. You don't have to change the whole world. And you won't change the whole world. But then at least you, you changed lives, I believe. It's not one life, but then. So it is said here, your book uh, is based on the diary entries that you wrote from the years between 2012 and 2018. That's correct, yes. Tell us more about your diary entries. So my diary entries were, it, it's actually quite interesting because you see, um, as I walk into the rehab, and the, my first diary entry starts with, as I, you know, the first, I think like the second day in rehab. Yeah. And then just the continuation of how my mind heals okay. because of all the drug use. Um, and... You know, when you use drugs and you drink a lot, your brain really is dysfunctional and your brain chemistry is, is, mm -hmm. is messed up. So my brain 
um, my my thought processes, my obsessions, my the way I I felt. You know, all those emotions and things started to heal over time. And what's beautiful is in those those um, diary entries, you can see how it improves as year as the years go by. You can see how the obsessions fall apart, fall away. You see how um, my thought processes improve. You just see the healing throughout the book, oh. and and that's what's in those diary entries. So you wrote this there is each and every day of your life. Initially, every challenge you came across. Most of it, I did. Wow. Most of it, I did. Wow. Okay, okay, no problem. We are going to just take a quick break and we'll come back uh, still proceeding with your story. We're hoping that you are, wherever you are, you're fine, you're good. She's fine, she's definitely fine, she's yes, strong. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, I, 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 like, I like you, that I like who is you. Let's talk with Sibilo and Masichaba as today you know that we have changed the language. Yeah, yeah, today we speak here. What's like, who be feeling? Masichaba, I can't mother of the nation. Can send a machine or talk about my Yes. Yeah, guys, uh, we're still with Miss Stone on the line. Yes, I'm just gonna give you uh, this one I dedicated to Miss Stone. Mm -hmm. It's a natural woman from Celine Dion. Miss mm -hmm. Stone, are you listening? Yes. This one is for you. Thank you. Yes, Thank this you one so I dedicated to <laughs> Miss Stone. As uh, Celine Dion coming to you saying natural woman. And then we're oh, right wow. with the natural woman on the line right now. Stay tuned <laughs> and enjoy.
should stay. When I got online radio, let's talk to this video show from 15 hour to 17 hour. What's going on, Philo? Do that, Irene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, guys. That was uh, Smangel Holiness, the poet from Ramulapu. Uh, that's her jingle. And then we just played you Celine Dion, Natural Woman, dedicated to Miss Stone herself uh, as she's on the line. Miss Stone, Hi. <laughs> how do you feel Thank after that song? <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So I just have to go back a little bit for those listeners who just tuned in right now. Uh, I have a question for you. You might have answered it before, but then I'm just doing this for those listeners just tuned in right now. Okay. So I want I want to know what motivated you to become a better person and a very strong person, a woman as you are today. What motivated you? What motivated you? What? <laughs> um, I just I think I'm just a very ambitious person um but i think also i i just love life um okay. and i want to suck out whatever i can out of life i i just love life and i want to live life okay wow, that's that's great I just want to enjoy life okay so i, I saw uh, this other line on your article on online when i make it when, when i made a research about you it was said that you are a recap. You you just uh, you fought throughout uh, drugs and everything. So can you tell us all your journey uh, yeah. to recovery? Yes. Tell us about your road to recovery. My road to recovery. Yes. So, it, I I think I'm still um, the road to recovery, as in. What led me to recovery or the road in recovery? Let me just say in and what led you. Okay. So the road that, okay, so what led me to to the actual point where I decided to get to recovery okay. was um, that my my partner that was, that I was dating at the time was, was a self-proclaimed alcoholic. Okay. And he kept telling me that I had a problem and I didn't believe him. But I kept blaming everyone else um, that I, because everything went wrong every time I drank. Okay. And one day I decided that I would test myself. So I went out to test myself with one drink. And I said to myself, I'm only going to have one drink. And I took my friends with me and I sat at the bar. And I couldn't drink slowly, firstly. And secondly, when I finished my drink, I couldn't stop myself from ordering another drink. I had to have another drink. Okay. And the thought of having an, of having just one drink went out of my mind. And there was a moment where I realized I can't stop myself from drinking more. I can't not have just one drink. Oh, okay. And that night was just carnage. And I had just, I just realized the next morning after having a blackout that, uh, Yet again, waking up with a, you know, dashed knees and a broken sulfur next to me okay. um, on the bed the next morning that I was going to die. That I was committing a slow suicide um, and that I was not going to make it if I continue on the path that I was on. So that day I decided to go to, to rehab and put myself into a rehabilitation center. Okay. And the road in recovery is a very long journey. Um, and 
you know, I think it comes in stages. You you grow in stages. You have moments where certain things are more important to you to grow in because you choose to grow in various parts of your life. Um, I didn't know how to be a normal functioning human or person in society. I didn't know how to cook or things like that. So I just tried to grow in various parts of my life at certain times. Mm. Okay, ma'am. As you know that this show is a motivational uh, Tuesday, it motivates youth, it's a youth platform. What can you say to the youth out there those who just said, you know what, I just entered a drug life and I cannot even start my work. I cannot even do anything without having a, a, a path. What can exactly, can you what, what, can you, what can you tell them about? The so if there's someone out there that has a problem or they feel that they, you know, might they feel that they have to ask for help or they're not even there yet. Um, You know, firstly, that eventually the drugs are going to stop working. The drinking is going to stop working. It's working. It might be working now, but it's not going to work later. And running away from whatever it is that they're running away from is going to get worse when they finally stop. Okay. Um, If they want... It, there is fun in recovery, yes. even though it feels like there might not be. There is so much more fun in being sober, okay. um, and it's not boring. Okay. It is it's so much fun, okay. and you find ways of enjoying life you would never have thought about. And I think with the youth, it is really scary to consider that you might have to be sober forever you know, or to clean up. Um, it's a scary thought that something has got you, okay. that something that you don't have the ability to to stop. Okay. But I, I ask that, you know, if you have a problem, to to just reach out and talk about it. Okay. Just say something. Just talk to someone okay. and take it from there. Okay. So what, what can you say? To a lady or kids, so there are kids you know very well that who have abused it. You find that this kid is an orphan. She or he, she is staying with uh, her sister or uh, some other relatives, yes. and you find that there is an uncle there who's abusing, abusing her eventually, actually almost every day. Like that, how will you be able to spot that child? So the, that child. <clears throat> Also, I think it is important for for children or for, you know, kids need to be protected. Yes. It is so important. And there are resources for children. Yes. There is Childline. Yes. I know that there are places for women with children to go. You can, you can um, phone power. Okay. Um, so there are always resources for, for, for kids. Um, and and women to to reach out and to find help. Okay. Um, so I know Childline is available in South Africa, and it it's okay, it's safe. Um, and we always don't want to hurt people's feelings, or we're scared to say something because people are going to get angry. Okay. But but it's it's okay. We need to look after ourselves first. 
Okay. And that, that's great. Uh, Miss uh, Stone, tell us uh, more about your book. So my book is, um, my book is uh, a group of uh, um, extracts extract of my diary that I wrote from the, from 2012 to 2018. Yes. Um, it, it, um, sorry, it takes, it talks about my journey in recovery mm -hmm. and the, the challenges that I faced throughout recovery, but also more about what happened in my life, my life and the trauma I experienced in my life and how I recovered. So how I built up my self-esteem, how I asked for help, how I, you know, just, and also found some spirituality as well and, and grew. Okay, so what message are you trying to send to the world by your book? Sorry, sorry, Dino. What message does your book sending <laughs> to the world? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Oh, he meant to say that question that what exactly the message are you What's trying the to Yes. The message, uh, I think the most, the biggest message that I would like to bring across in my book mm -hmm. is that it's important not to be too hard on ourselves and to love ourselves and to, to learn to love ourselves. And that self-love is, is really, really important when it comes to, you know, to, to getting better after experiencing something traumatic okay. or even being an addict. You know, we can be very hard on ourselves sometimes, even in life, you know, in general, many people can be hard on themselves. Yes. Self-love is really, really important, learning to love ourselves. And also that we get so wrapped up in in life and the little things but we forget to live life yes. to actually enjoy life to live life and instead of getting wrapped up in the little things that aren't important and to hold on to the past or regrets we need to look forward and live in we need to look forward but also live in the now to enjoy life and to really cherish it oh that's great that's great so yeah. why the name the art of determination how did you come up with the name? The Art of Determination, uh, because there were a lot of times that I felt like I wanted to give up. Yeah. There were a lot of times that I felt like I was tired, like I didn't want to push through. But I just, you know, I, I was just done. But every time I found strength and I managed to go on. And it was, it just amazed me how strong I was. And that determination within me is found in every single person. And whenever I think anyone feels like they can't go on, they just need to know that they have that strength. We all have that strength. And I was surprised that, that I had that strength. And, I, you know, every day I know that I have strength inside me that I can pull from. Okay. Okay, ma'am. Uh, we just have to quickly go to the break. And then we'll come back with more questions. I still have a few more questions about <laughs> abuse. Actually, I want, I want, actually, I want us to get more into okay. that uh, uh, sexuality, sexual abuse. I, I want to know more, and I want other ladies out there or kids who are experiencing all those things, hopefully, okay. to understand what is it and how is it and how could you solve any of those. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, uh, we just 
No the, problem, no problem, Miss Stone. Okay, the time is. Let me just take it over. The time is just uh, 13 minutes past the hour, 4 o'clock, while we're still with Mr. Miss Stone. Well, why, why do I keep on saying Mr.? Well, with Miss Stone. <laughs> because you line. believe that uh, somebody who's addicted, somebody who's being abused, it's yeah, always a man. Yeah, An alcohol abuser, it's always a man. Okay, so the date is only Motivational Tuesday, the 13th of October 2020, guys. Tuesday, as you know, that is. Tuesday, yes. Yes, yes, yes. The, the, the day of motivation. As you know, that we have a Motivational Tuesday, Confessional Thursday. Those things are explaining who is a person. And how will you live with people out there? Yes. And then, actually, it's just describe a person. And it's everything all about youth. Yes. We are just trying to uplift youth to motivate you guys as long. That's why we we, we have uh, Miss Stone on the line right now, who has been through a lot, and then she's sharing right now. So if you're listening right out there, we still have Miss Stone on the line, and then I'll be giving you Bruno Mars saying just the way you are. Uh, like Miss Stone mentioned that uh, we forgot to live the life. Mm -hmm. So just be who you are. Be yourself. Guys, stay tuned. Here's Bruno Mars coming to you. Enjoy. Hi, Miss Tom. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm still okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> you still okay? Okay, yeah, so, uh, it's so good. Okay, actually, yeah. your, your, your story is very sad, it's, it's very touching, and like I, I can relate to it. I was once abused by my brother in law, and it was, it was hard because my dad, my sister never believed that I was. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's so, 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 it's so,
Cause you're amazing